the well, this too spooky version of the Wrong Button Podcast. Too spooky. The, the show where we talk most things nerd, a lot of things video games. Uh, and in this case, we're going to talk about a horror game that we just beat. You and I just beat Alan Wake. Are you going to introduce me? I'm just, Mrs. Play. Okay, you just assume that everyone knows. <laughs> they, just, they know her voice. They know her voice. I'll figure it out. I'm joined by Mrs. Play. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for having me. So you and I just finished up uh, mm-hmm. Alan Wake. We finished our first. It's uh, our first horror game. Is it our first? No, well, we did the, we did the stream of uh, uh, Perception. The one yeah, but blind. this is like our first one, like our first completion. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this one was very narrative driven. Um, I didn't start us out with like a, a Slender Man or a thank you uh, something where it's it's a lot of that like the suspense is there and it, it's very creepy mm-hmm. but there's also like mm-hmm. oh, hi come to your home the Slender Man's here yeah and stuff like that so as long um, as I don't put, travel to a place called Bright Falls I have no reason to fear So let's start with that. So Alan Wake, uh, for those of you guys who aren't caught up on the LP yet, which is uh, we'll have just wrapped as this episode is airing, uh, you play Alan Wake, a writer who is on vacation uh, to kind of recharge. Get his mojo back. Yeah, he's had he's had a little bit of writer's block. Um, And uh, so you go and uh, your wife takes you to vacation to this lovely little cabin nestled on a lake. um, And kind of right from the get-go things things begin to get a little weird i would say like once you get off the boat uh the story really starts to like take off to where you see like something's not quite right yeah there's there's a tension like these people in this town are like right from like you said the get-go like overly fans of yours and and so that's just a little bit odd. And then you go to like pick up this key to go for the cabin that you mentioned. And it's down like this dark hallway, but it's daylight. Like, why are the lights off? And someone tells you like, hey, can't watch out for that darkness. Can't trust it. It's scary. Don't go down there. Like, that's not normal. Yeah, it was it was the old, it was the lady in the beginning who we kind of in the very beginning, you and I like shrugged her off like you're a little odd. Yep. And an odd like, duck for an odd town. Yeah, and it was it was one of those things, and it's also like Deerfest. Uh, yeah, which is I, I expect Intense. that more with like the Midwest, but uh, it was for that. The game took a very uh, Stephen King approach mm-hmm. to to what was going on because um, for for most of the game, it felt like we had like two to three like coexisting storylines. So you had like the storyline of Alan Wake, the storyline of the town that was existing, I guess. Yeah, like, Bright, Bright Falls. And then you had the storyline of the people interacting with Alan Wake's storyline. Um, so, for instance, like uh, the, the, the so, for instance, Alan Wake, of course, you know, his wife goes missing. Uh, you go to the cabin. Something's not quite right. His wife goes missing. She is taken by the darkness. By the yeah, that's a, and it, it, it's a. I thought it was like a beautifully nebulous, uh, nebulous, nebulous, yeah, nebulous, uh, description of it because they do call it like inky black, mm-hmm. um, very much like the this the idea of like trying to like uh swim in in an ethereal 
oppressive place is yeah, how he often malevolent. describes it. Um, but like the, so for instance, uh, the waitress, who's a, the huge mm -hmm. fan of yours that you meet in the beginning. Yeah. She gets touched by the darkness and you kind of watch how she changes. However, there's a radio show host who is just like, it's a weird night tonight. It feels off when you're listening to him. And then people call in and go like, hey, it is a weird night. I thought I heard gunfire. And he goes, okay, well, that just sounds like it's an odd one. And it, it like the story happens around him. And he's like, well, that's just weird. But there's no, he has no direct interaction. Mm -hmm. So it almost makes you think, is something else going on? And that was a theme that continued throughout the game of like, even when Alan dives into the lake to go after his wife. And then the scene immediately cuts to him, like waking up from a car accident with like blood coming down his temple. And so you're immediately just thrown into, like, find yourself thinking, like, which of these is real? Um, and even throughout the game, Alan would have what a normal healthy person would probably call a psychotic break. Um, and so he'll go through these, these episodes and then it'll, like, hard cut and then he's waking up again or whatever was chasing him suddenly stops nope nope every everything's normal um no dark spirits here and repeatedly um it's like which of these is real um can we trust what we're seeing so you you find yourself wondering like how far is he slipping into into madness or like is this all real and we should be treating him more seriously and i i think that uh played very well into it uh the game like I said, the game and the game even acknowledged that it was like, hey, Stephen King, to the point where uh, the FBI agent who comes to see, like, what's really going on here? Uh, like, uh, constantly. He, he's calling you everything under the sun. Any, oh. any author. All right. I mean, I mm -hmm. honestly, for, for what he was portrayed as, I was quite surprised by his, like, literary repertoire of, of like, authors mm -hmm. to go through. Um but it, the game felt almost when they did uh, Bright Falls, uh, and I, I made this comment uh, later on in the playthrough, is uh, for a lot of Stephen King books, like the entire Atlantic Northeast, like I think mm -hmm. it's Maine to Vermont, haunted. is just haunted. Haunted. Uh, and this felt like they were trying to go for that uh, similar motif here, mm -hmm. even to the, the guise of using the, um, the, the tormented author. Uh, whose job it is to narrow narrate his entire story. Um, it's similar to what happens in like the the Shining. Mm. Um, Haven't seen it. Yeah, it, okay. that is. I'm going to defer to your judgment. Well, I I will have to rectify that because it is a great yeah. movie. Yeah. But uh, I we'll, we'll start with that. What did you think? Because uh, I think you were upset by the narration, or you just didn't like Alan Wake. I didn't like Alan's character. Okay. Um. Anyone who has anger issues and then takes it out on their spouse. I'm like, I have very low patience with you. And there were times where Alan was irritable with his writer's block and just like super in his head of like, I can't write anything. Why can't I figure this out? I want to do something different. I want to like not just keep revisiting the same universe with this character. Everything I'm writing sucks. What if I can't write anymore? Uh, no one understands me. And his wife is like being like the very picture of, of innocent supportive wife and he's just like taking it out on her i'm like you you're an author use your fucking words man like 
this is what you do. So I didn't care for him in that regard. And it's only after something terrible happens. He's like, oh no, Alice. I'm like, classic. So I I low-key resented him for that. But he's he's human, like that that he's human and he's just taking his his irritation and frustration with himself out on his spouse, and so I take issue with that. <laughs> uh, I was just like for, for the story starting, because originally like when the, the story starts, he's a He's a, a Dan Brown, a Tom Clancy. Uh, he has a household name. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it's it's the Dan Brown wrote um, Da Vinci Code, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very much it feels like that. Like it, but it's like the or the castle uh, mm-hmm. where it's like here's my hard boiled detective, and then he kills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for him to go from that, I, I'm wondering because the whole point of the his journey is. One, like trying to find and reconcile with his wife, but also, hey, I've killed the thing that's made me famous and what I've written for. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. And so like, that's, I think, yeah. <laughs> Crucial plot point. Yeah, he, he he killed his golden goose. Yeah. And then it's the psychological terror of can I recapture the magic that I had with this guy? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought that that was um, really good. I also the story being narrated as though it was a book. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care. I always love that. Like I loved that in haunting of Hill house. Anytime it's like, here's a book and then they narrate part of it as it's the book. I, I, I don't know what it is about it, but it it's this self-awareness along with it, along with like telling you, it, it tells you what's going to happen, but it doesn't tell you like how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's foreshadowing. And then you're literally, as you're going through the game, you're picking up these pages of a, of your manuscript mm-hmm. that you're writing that you don't remember writing. And if you read the pages, like that's also giving you foreshadowing. So, or it'll tell you like, Hey, this is what the person was doing right before mm-hmm. uh, the darkness, like takes hold of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game calls it out several times. And I, I really, enjoyed the fact that the game would revisit you as a narrator. Um, what do you think about reliability of Alan Wake as the narrator? Um, because you earlier were like, okay, the, the psychotic break. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Barry, his producer's like, mm-hmm. no, the psychotic Barry, break. his agent, yeah. Uh, his wife. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say she's saying he has a psychotic break, but she's very much like hey buddy no like, he's having a crisis of self for sure and really struggling through that i meant like after the psychotic break was like after alice's disappearance and he's like running through the woods because some mysterious author is like threatening him like you'll never get your wife back and like that that's come on man that's that sounds weird that's unlikely not impossible, unlikely. Oh, the kidnapper? Yeah, and as, as you're just going through, um, and he just, like, rolls with it, and, and instead of, like, uh, submitting to any, like, real scrutiny, he's like, I know the truth, and no one else is going to believe me. Like, yeah, you're right, but crazy people say those things, and, like, you're sounding, you're sounding like you might need some help, mm-hmm. some assistance. Um... 
how do I feel about him being it as a reliable narrator? I think voice over Alan was a reliable narrator. And then first person Alan, as we're playing the game, less reliable. Okay. Yeah. So the the part of him that wrote the story yeah. is surprisingly incredibly uh-huh. reliable. Yeah, yeah. Like through like lucid hallucinations as he's writing the manuscript, like that one's the reliable one. And, and so that was, uh, like you, that's how I, I started to feel through it. Like mm-hmm. it would be, Alan's piecing together like what's going on like I've got to find my wife I've got to find Alice and then he would say that in the game and I just I was like that's not as believable as when you pick up a manuscripts page and it's like I was spinning in circles and it's like oh okay here's the here's what's actually going on um and I I juxtaposition of the same character or the same person different characters one being uh hardcore like a character that has no idea what's going on and the other one being the omniscient being. I really, I like that being the same person, but not knowing it. Um, I guess we should get into a little bit of, uh, it can't be a horror thing without like monsters. Um, Beware the tractor. Oh my God. How, how did you feel about the darkness monsters? Like I liked I liked the darkest monsters, um, at least as far as it being, you know, people of the town who are now suddenly like possessed of the darkness and they're wielding axes and chainsaws at you like that. That's horrifying. And they come at you in groups of like, I mean, it starts like one, two, because it's the beginning of the game, but then suddenly like three or four coming at you and you're like locking in on two and you never see the other one or the other two. Until they're like already making a swipe at you, throwing something at you. Um, it provided like an appropriate amount of like jump scareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could always tell it was happening with, you know, suspenseful music, but even the wind would pick up and the lights would move in very unnatural ways through the trees, even like that's not the moon. Um, so, so, you know, you're about to enter like another, another space where you have to fight and scrimmage through. Um, I liked the, to an extent, I I enjoyed the poltergeist equipment. Um, there would be construction equipment, farming equipment, like beware the bulldozer, beware the, the crane. There was a train at one point with the dismantle. Yeah. Um, it's like the, the, it was different. And I, I liked the like evil possessed machine. Um, it would get like comical to some extent it's like as you're like going across a bridge and now the steel's out to get you i'm like come on um it's like that that part was i don't know overblown's not even the right word it's just it was just like, like it, it, that, I, what, what's the word for, it, it felt like these are it was trying to give you like a uh what in like any other game we play like oh here's the puzzle that's gonna like uh-huh. get you where it's like, oh, you ran through the room too quickly and you didn't see the trap on the floor. But at at no point did I... Yeah, the machines were cool, fighting mm-hmm. the giant combine harvester. Yeah. Um, I really liked the when it would be like uh, the guy who we were supposed to rent from. 
mm -hmm. was like the town mechanic too. He comes out for you at the end, mm -hmm. like Smithy or something like that. I can't remember his name, but I liked how he was like, pay half price. And you heard like a twisted version of his voice saying something oh, yeah. he would say. I mm -hmm. liked that mm -hmm. um, because the sheriff did that. Uh, the There was a farmer dude who did that. that mm -hmm. And you got to meet them previously as themselves. Yeah. I was like, that is really cool. Um, the the poltergeist to me, you're right. That was in, in the game. I know my frustration gets yeah. a little vocal with that. It was good until it was like the fifty gallon drums that are just like flying through the air at you. I'm like, they're not gonna hold still long enough for me to zap them with the light. Yeah, <laughs> and they're gonna keep flying at my fucking head. And it, it to me, it felt like because we made a comment. I was like, I was hoarding all my like really good resources. Uh -huh. And it was like, oh, this is trying to get me to spend. Yeah. Um, and I was that part I didn't like. And I think for me coming from like something like Silent Hill, I wish that the the darkness would have been a little bit more manifesting of what what demon are we dealing with right now? What is I mean, yes, but. The narrator did warn us like. There are no clear answers. This is mm. not going to be satisfying. Like sometimes bad things just happen. Yeah. Don't come here by the end of this expecting things to be clear. Yes. Mm -hmm. He did. I I think <laughs> you were warned. I think just from like a, a game design, I the poltergeist says I could have done less with. Mm -hmm. Um, but like all the bosses, uh when we fought the one orderly outside, he's like Please remain in your room. And it, then it does like the, the like, oh, you don't even sound human anymore. Yeah. Um, I was like, I, I really liked the auditory mm -hmm. cues for those. Agreed. Um, I also I also liked that. People just knew what the darkness was. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so we had. Uh, are you asking like who or who like? Yeah, who? like it was like did they like looking at your squinty eyes? The the kidnapper knew. He knew he knew of the was darkness. the kid okay? Go ahead. Forgive me because we we played this game over the course of several months in order to get ready for the month of October. Yeah. Um. Was the kidnapper a real person? I don't know. Okay. So the kidnapper and Agent Nightingale. Yeah. I don't know if they're real people. Okay. So everyone else feels like, like I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, because the the kidnapper is on the boat with us. If in the very beginning, yeah, I walk back there and try to talk to him, and he's like, "Damn tourist," or curmudgeon. And then we walk forward and we talk to the radio show host. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, I remember him. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, "Oh, come along." Yeah, getting ready for Deer Fest. Yeah, getting uh, like it'd be great to have you. And he's like, "It's trying to be relaxing." He's like, "Okay." Um, the doctor, I think was a real person okay. because his wife was like, Hey, let's go here. He could, this person could help. I've read all of his mm -hmm. books, mm -hmm. but Nightingale, Nightingale felt placed as like a, an artificial obstacle. And, uh, what? When you said it, it was, it's that sounded absolutely correct. Um, but I've, I've never heard Ar would you say artificial obstacle? I've never heard artificial obstacle before. Oh, um, is that a, is that like game developer language? Uh, no, that that is, is that me. is that literary language. That is that is me putting a literary language on it. Uh, okay. So 
the the other no i liked it the the point of like continue the analysis the, the kidnapper being there and being like okay the kidnapper was around but he wasn't he he had no personality so like i'm like a i don't red, a red herring yeah i don't think i think when you met him in the beginning he hadn't been typed yet mm-hmm. so he had no personality to give you mm. everyone else was influenced the character that they that they were so that's why i'm like well maybe like he he wasn't because he got like later on he had opinions about you're a hack for a writer and the only thing that's good about you is your goddamn editor because you can't write for shit mm-hmm. and you're like oh everyone's worst nightmare yeah and uh, so that's one of the that's one of the uh the parts of it where i i don't know if here, Agent Nightingale are characters made manifest or if they're people. Yeah. And Nightingale was like fast and loose. And like for someone who's supposed to be an FBI agent, he was like way too trigger happy and just like lobbing out the, the, I mean, Alan Wake, very generic name, very, like easy, not hard to like pronounce, pretty easy to remember. And mm-hmm. he's like calling him everything else under the sun. And it's just a disrespect that I wouldn't associate like that was a bit more unexpected for this game. He was I feel like he was caricature. of yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. alcoholic FBI agent who's been in the game too long. Yeah. Because when we yeah, get to yeah, his yeah. room, it's yeah, like yeah. it's all the hallmark tellings uh-huh. of alcoholism and, uh-huh. and paper cups and yeah, a handle and, and like cheap, cheap whiskey. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just goes like, and then the darkness came for him, and, and then he was gone. I'm like, did we ever see him again? I don't think we did. Yes, did we? I don't remember. Um, at the very end of the game, the you see, uh, I think it's Susie, the the waitress, mm-hmm. is clutching the lamp, mm-hmm. and then you you said, oh look in the window behind you, it's oh, the lady. Yeah. It was him. Okay. Um, so yeah, he, I, he's not dead. Uh, or he's dead, but it's not dead. Yeah. Um. I claimed another one. Yeah. Mm. And now she's going to become like the lady of light. Who's like, can't, can't sleep in the dark. Going to go uh, sleep in, sleep in a, a damn pool of electricity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't, do you, what, do you think that they they were actual people or. I liked your theory for the kidnapper of like, he wasn't, he didn't have a personality to begin with because Alan hadn't written him one. Um, I'm not sure if Nightingale was ever real. He also shows up out of, was seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah, like ha- I don't know. Because to go straight to FBI, like that—that's not the order of operations. Yeah. I've never been in—I don't I've never worked in the police force, but it doesn't seem like the order of operations of like, hmm, this guy's wife is missing. Let's immediately involve the FBI. Like that's just odd, and. Yeah, when it comes to disappearances and murders, it's usually the spouse, the one who reported it, like, 40 to 60% of the time, like, they're the one that did it. Um, and yet, just the, the blatant accusations, and you, like you said, caricature. I'm like, I don't know if he was real, or if yeah. Alan wrote him into existence. Yeah. Um, 
helps with the story. It does. It it, it felt like a mm-hmm. like I said artificial like inflation of stuff's getting weird and we need somebody to like add pressure to the plot. I was gonna say it's one with like credibility because mm-hmm. we all we think like oh hey the if the if if the FBI or the government's involved like that means it it has to be serious. Mm-hmm. But I I did like that. I also like that the story. Uh, the game took the story very seriously in, in two regards. One, there, there was not a lot of like slapstick to it. And it was like, nope, this is happening. And two, the story had to follow logical beginning, middle, and end. And for Alan, it couldn't be like, let me go find my typewriter and be like, and then the sun came up and then the... the and all at, was oh. well. Yeah, he was like, he's and he even calls it out where he's like, if I do that, like the darkness is going to reject that he's like it has to be be believable it's got to be so close to the end that we still won't know which way it's going to go um and the point where it's like okay the like to your extent where it's like oh the the random possessed crane that was blocking us or columbine or the train it's like okay that that feels spooky ghost townish um but the uh towards the end when it's like here's a boat here's another boat and they just come falling from the sky i liked that the, the the story the darkness the game was like no this is bullshit now now i just want it to like you just need to stop so i'm going to allow like nonsense to uh, impede you um yeah i, I don't the I thought depths I of the lake and just like the number of ships that were falling from the sky, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, well, how did you get one of those into this lake? <laughs> it's like this little tanker, and then it, or it's yeah. like tugboat, tugboat, houseboat, tanker, and it's like, yeah. wait a minute, what? Yeah, um, but also had like the plane in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about the down plane. And then the other part, I think I really liked. Uh, we didn't we didn't watch a lot of them, but we did watch the, the first and all the way through the, the TV um, shows, the TV shows, mm-hmm. uh, the something night. I can't remember what it was called now. And I feel bad for blanking on it, but where it was just a, it was a, uh, twilight zone. Mm-hmm. Here you go. But it all takes place in, in bright falls. And that's where the, the TV show happened. And it was so much weird stuff that they folded that into the actual story where the uh the sheriff was like oh yeah when when weird stuff starts to happen we just call it like nightfall and it's like like the tv show yeah it was filmed here all that stuff happened around this area and it's like it's a weird little town yeah um speaking of which can we uh divert real quick and go to the sheriff like top 10 best ai character yeah she could shoot. She could shoot. I never like even when she couldn't kill because they weren't shadow people, mm-hmm. she could at least shoot. and They'd go back. And I was like, oh, hey, you're not. It, it didn't feel like Uncharted's ghost bullets mm-hmm. where you just watch like bullet after bullet hit a body. Like I was like, oh, or you would break the person and she just turned and, and that was it. Yeah. Best I, assist. Oh, my God. And she I, believed you. She added value. Yeah. She wouldn't get lost and stuck somewhere. She had keys to the bookstore. Yep. I like that Alan Wake calls out and goes, why do you have a key to this place? He's like, she's like, I'm the sheriff. Like, one, in case I have to use the bathroom in, like, you know, a weird spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, like, you'd never be, you'd be surprised about, like, what kind of uh, things you might need to cut across town for. Mm-hmm. But I was, uh, 
Yeah, and she reigned in Agent Nightingale. Yeah, she did. I... Yeah, I super enjoyed her character. Mm-hmm. Um, st- straight through to, to the end of the game where she felt... At no point was I like, great, now I have a... Someone to babysit? Yeah, now I have a, a, Keep a terrible... Keep her alive! <laughs> you don't get it, but god damn it, Ashley. Um, Resident Evil 4 joke. Okay. Um, sorry. I'm sorry, he's experiencing that. Yeah. The way... He's re-experiencing it oh, in real yeah. time. Yeah, Every, everyone who's played Resident Evil 4 is going to understand that. Unless the people are like, they liked Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked her. Uh, what did you think about the the people in the, uh, the, the, do- in the doctor's care? Especially the two uh, older guys who were at the coffee oh, shop too? Oh, yeah. Thor and Odin. Thor and Odin? Yeah. They were weird. I liked them. Um... It was one of those like I can't even think of the name of like a, a a drama or a movie, but it's one of those like where everyone thinks they're crazy, but like no, they're telling the truth. They're telling the truth. It just sounds crazy, but they're telling the truth. Um, yeah, I feel like I've, I've, that I've seen that motif elsewhere, but I enjoyed it. And yeah, like they the. For being like old rock gods and like really like leaning into it. And even like the manuscripts were like, I think Odin literally did like pluck out his own eye. Yeah, he carved out his own eye. Yeah, I'm like, dude. For the art. You gotta do it for the art. I disagree. I disagree. Like I'll get (laughs) tattoos and I'll pierce my ears, but that's the extent of like my body mod for the art man. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for throwing man on the video. That made it. You're very welcome. Um... The new, yeah, the pa- the patients were interesting. What did you think? That question for you. How did you enjoy controlling a character that was a little like jump scare frightish, had absolutely zero running stamina, and you had to fight with a flashlight? Um, how how was that mechanic for you? Love the flashlight mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, so for just because uh. A lot of games like to give you the reticle on screen and it's like there's always that little white circle and it's like this is where my gun is going to fire. The fact that one, the flashlight, if you just had it down at your side, it counted as a reticle. So you could just aim at the person and if you were touching the person, you were going to hit them, maybe not always in the same spot, but you were going to hit the person. So I did really enjoy that. Um... The the no stamina thing. What? Oh dear God! <laughs> I mean, all this happened over like four, or like maybe like two weeks, two and a half weeks. That's not really a lot of time to like develop one's stamina. But he had shit stamina. He for being a New Yorker, someone who's supposed to walk all the time, he does a bad job. You think he'd be better? His uh, his stamina. Yeah, his stamina was a bit of a a, a bore to me. Um, and I was like, I was like, okay, I don't. I don't like this. And I also, mm-hmm. if you even want to make the thing like, has he really slept in like three days? Probably not. Okay. I've run on three days worth of like no sleep. You don't run well. Um, that part in like the, the jump scares, some of them were like, like, okay, that, that is legitimately creepy. And like mm-hmm. the person comes out from beside you and it, like it got me. 
Um, so I, I know, especially early on until you and I kind of got into the rhythm. Yeah. Cause learned, you learned the strategy and you would call it out. You'd be like, you're focusing on the one. Now you're focusing. There's one beside you. And, I, and then I die. And I would yep. be like, then I, I didn't even look for him. I know um, <laughs> you had tunnel vision. I, I did. I, I did that. I didn't have a good situational awareness, head on a swivel. Um, but like mechanically flashlight, a plus. Mm-hmm. gunplay and i know i i kind of gushed about the, re- the reloading if you just kept tapping square he put the bullets in faster and it's not a gears of war active reload but it was a it was a really cool like i really dope mechanic really really enjoyed it um as far as yeah really only complaint i have is his damn stamina <laughs> uh, and there was no bar there was no it was just like <sighs> and then he had to like hunch over yeah like he's gonna like hands, dry hands on his knees yeah um, recovery position that's yeah. that's the end but yeah. you know if he was he had to be a believable he's a writer he does a sedentary job uh i don't think the very desk was really big when they when when this game was created so no this game's at least over a decade old yeah so yeah. like he sat a lot and mm-hmm. if he would have been in a lot better shape, I think it would have ruined the immersion more than the trophies popping up. Yeah, it would have given you more opportunity to get some distance between you and you know the guys throwing axes at you. Mm-hmm. Um, like just run away from your problems. Like in the, a lot of instances, like you couldn't. <laughs> That's what he kept trying to do, and what his <laughs> wife was trying to make him not do. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, but no the can't emphasize that enough that the the light the light aiming mechanic mm-hmm. was really really cool um it it kind of had that uh that uncharted problem towards the end where you made the joke and you're like i think you've killed half the town how many sheriffs do they have why are there eight thousand lumberjacks and like mm-hmm. so it did you took out an entire industry <laughs> yeah it it did kind of i and that's just the the nature of games now where it's like here just just hold off these fight. four or five waves yeah yeah and you're a small rural town and you killed everybody but then i guess one could make the argument that like those weren't actually the townspeople anymore or ever they could have just been like i want to say like possessed shadows for lack of a better on the spot yeah phrasing early dead people people that like died naturally yeah anything yeah or it's just like nope these are this is the form that the darkness decided to take it's legions of army like self-made self-perpetuating as opposed to like all of them being possessed townspeople i don't know i so just going off of your uh the form the darkness decided to take mm-hmm. i loved um, one, the, the creepy old lady was creepy. She's very yep, well done. Yep, yep. Um, two, I like the trees would just go down mm-hmm. and it was like, you saw like wind over there. You saw like shifting shadows, mm-hmm. but you never saw the darkness. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I loved all those moments. Early Jurassic Park vibes. <laughs> yeah. Early Jurassic Park vibes. Um, when it got to like the, the end though and it was just like it was kind of like here's a here's a swirling vortex tornado mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, def- I was a little let down by that part 
Yeah, we got to the climax really fast, and then it was like, and you're done. And it wasn't a great battle saga sequence. And that's what I was anticipating, because there was so much, like, preamble as as we're building up to the to the crescendo um I'm over here like shrugging I I was I was expecting a spectacle yeah I wanted the darkness to be I wanted the darkness to be more like the uh the sequence where he talks about finding the words like bridges mm -hmm. to get him to the island yeah cuz that sequence I was like and it was like, oh, shine it over here. This creates a telephone. Shine it over here. This creates a porch. I loved that entire sequence. That was creative. Yeah. And I, I kind of wish it would have been like, you know, how do you how do you defeat the, the darkness and mm -hmm. make it a little bit more? I think it could have been. It could have been a nebulous blob. It could have been a nightmare from Devil May Cry, who literally is just like a, a blob mm -hmm. that absorbs you into darkness. And then you're in a world of darkness. And you're like, oh, shit, this is terrifying except i'm dante like something along that but just being like the lady was creepy yeah but i wish that would have been more yeah more of a mask where we got to see like more of what was beyond her mask. final form yeah yeah her final form her true form how do you feel fighting ravens for someone who normally loves ravens i love ravens um when Towards the end, I figured out if you just held the light on them longer, you didn't have to do each raven separately. It would just you would hit like the heart of that flock mm -hmm. and then they would go away. Um, I wish I'd picked up on that sooner. Yeah, we died a couple times. But ravens overall, ravens were not as still not as bad as the as the poltergeist. Mm -hmm. Like, here's a here's a barrel. Here's a brick. Yeah, the, the ravens were just there to be a nuisance. Like they, they did enough damage where you needed to be aware of them. It wasn't just something like you could afford to ignore. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if, if you if you got the timing right, they weren't an issue. Whereas like that fucking 50 gallon drum will like follow you. Yeah. <laughs> and continue to like thrash at your head. Now, what did you think? Uh, Thomas Zane mm -hmm. was the person who gave the Lady of the Lake or the Lady of the Light uh, power. What did you think about him writing a page that says Alan Wake's going to come here and pick up this thing from when he was a kid? How, how, do you, how does that make you now think about Alan as a character? It all feels inevitable. Um, I'm trying not to go down like indulge rabbit holes of like what is free will because um, this is not a philosophy class storytelling is philosophy mm -hmm. yeah and I'm, I'm not prepared to lead a discussion on that I don't know. I don't I don't I don't have thoughts off the head. What, what thoughts do you have? So it was kind of like your what is free will? I was like, so didn't Alan ever exist or did Alan only exist because he was written up? Mm -hmm. um, now, later on in the game control, you learn that it was Alan Wake and that typewriter 
not necessarily that place that if you would type on that typewriter anywhere, but I think that was his typewriter from home too. So I, I think it was literally his typewriter in that area. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not 100% sure, but I don't know. To me, that was like, because Alan wrote the manuscript that said Thomas Rain wrote the page, Thomas Zane mm-hmm. wrote the page mm-hmm. to, to like do that. Now, I, okay. It was layers. It, it was right. layers okay. for the, for the okay. MacGuffin. Yeah. It was a weird MacGuffin, but I liked it. I liked how he defeated her. I know. I know. I just like was like, what was it? Yeah. I, I was unimpressed, but I liked the, like, here's a light switch, and then you shove it in her chest cavity and flip it on. I li- I liked that. I just wish there was more of, like, epic battleness leading up to that finishing mm. move. Um, the MacGuffin. It was a MacGuffin. Yeah. I, I didn't... I, I liked the fact that it was established a lot earlier mm-hmm. as something for his wife uh, to like help her because she's terrified of the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't just like, all right, Thomas Zane wrote this page for this thing that he had given his wife. And then it gave us the flashback. Uh, it The second that the flashback happened the first time you were like, Oh, okay. Like the, congratulations. That's the key to the end of the game. We know how to defeat everything. Um, but I enjoyed, I don't know, I enjoyed the like layering of that story being, I wrote a character who died, who wrote a page for me. And no one, yeah, no one else remembers this guy. Yeah, he wrote himself. It, that to me felt like, and I, I would almost want to ask like the writer, I was like, was this your like convenient way of, you know, why no one in the town's picking up on the weird shit? Like, was this mm-hmm. like your, oh, oh, well, the character wrote all of it out of existence, and so no one would remember except for, like, three people, but those three people remembering made it, uh, made it, like, real, almost, uh, Freddy Krueger-esque. Um, now I will say, one of my favorite parts that was Overkill was the, the defending waves on the, on the concert stage. <laughs> that you read about mm-hmm. beforehand mm-hmm. and it's like it looked like rock gods and it was this epic with a fire breathing dragon and i'm like that's a weird thing yeah. i haven't seen that mm-hmm. yet and then you get to it i think it's one of the few times that like the game like truly foreshadowed an event that was like we're gonna tell you about a major thing you're about to go to. yeah mm. and i liked barry he was weird he, he was he was the slapstick comic relief it was borderline useless, um, but he believed in you the entire time and was willing to indulge in the ravings of a madman. <laughs> and well, yeah, he freaked out. He was like, "Yeah, we need we need to defend ourselves. I'm going to press these controls. I'm going to figure this out. But you defend the area." And then I was expecting. I was expecting him to be one of the bad guys, if I'm being honest. Oh, because, to turn at the end? Yeah, or something. Have like an evil menacing grin. It's not actually over yet. But he said, genuinely seemed like a good supportive guy. I loved towards the end as he was like wrapping himself up with Christmas lights. <laughs> it was hilarious and I was here for it. He gets the headlamp and it's like, yeah. more. actually, it was, only, it was the last one. Like there were so many convenient <laughs> point jokes there. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, speaking of... Speaking uh, of... Of him turning evil, mm-hmm. I thought the same thing too. 
Did you notice that he was wearing like an orangish red jacket? And we found the guy earlier who was killed from his best friend. He goes, it feels like a crappy sequel follow-up movie to a great original one where the best friend comes and like, I was like, oh, you're telling us we have to kill Barry. And then he's wearing red the entire time. And I'm like, oh, I was, if that was a red herring joke, I am like, like way to play the long game, guys. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I also like when he would talk to Cardboard Alan. Yeah, he was like carrying around Cardboard <laughs> Alan. Like, don't worry, man, I saved it for you. I'm like, because that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, it was actually one of the collectibles we never found mm-hmm. were the cardboard pieces of you. Uh, oh, yeah, wait. We didn't find that. one of them, no. but no. I, I, we were, I went through the trophies and we found that. Oh, oops. Um, I, How many of the thermoses were there? Oh, I think we got 73 of them out of 100. Okay. Okay. Not a pass, but um, there's also like knock over 10 beer can pyramids. Um, I think going forward for like future uh, mm-hmm. horror games in the Halloween frame, mm-hmm. I'll probably turn off notifications just because to me it would be like, we'd be like, this is really terrifying. Putting gold trophy. I was fine with that. Oh, okay. No, because there, there was enough jump scareness and ominous music playing where my rules, like we're not playing, like this is not the last thing we do before we go to bed because I'm not, I'm no, I'm not, do, I'm not doing that. <laughs> And when we started the game, there was literally a storm going on outside. I'm like, could we not? Could we not start the scary game when there is a storm outside? Uh, I thought you'd like that. I was trying no, to set I the atmosphere. No, I, I don't that need story. that. I don't need that. That's not the atmosphere that I need. Like, I'm going to be turning every single fucking light on as I go up the stairs to go to bed. And it was only like my constant reminder of like, our house is safe. Our house has always been safe. Our house is safe. That's a game. <laughs> and I was, able, I, yeah, I was able to like talk myself down from my own. Like my brain's running away. Yeah. No. No, no, no. That's how you get a flashlight in your eyes, spouse. <laughs> Maglite. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why did you do that? I'm testing. Testing. Testing to see if I'm the darkness. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, it's not the cats. It was never. Yeah. We didn't see any cats or dogs look game. No, we didn't. No, there was the one dog. There was the dog that got hurt that we had to like the doctor or the vet was treating. But that was it. Um, Bottom line is I'm not worried about the cats becoming the darkness. Just you. They are the darkness. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as induction into, I'm going to go with, like, thriller, scary games. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how do you feel about this one as, like, a, a, a first step into that realm? I enjoyed it. It wasn't horror, which I'm grateful for. Um, I do jump at jump scares. I kind of enjoy the jump scares. I, I like being a little bit scared. Um... Seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half out of ten? Seven and a half out of ten. So you'd be willing to do more of these in the future? Yeah. Yeah. This was good. Just like not when it's raining out and not right before bed. Yeah, I mean like I have rules. <laughs> perfect time is Silent Hills getting rebooted and mm-hmm. they're getting all new Silent Hills, so we could Yeah. 
and I, I liked the like, is this real? Is this not real? Like the just the psychological element was interesting. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, winners, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one here. Uh, let us know what you think. Did you have a favorite part in the video? Did any of the jump scares that got us get you? Uh, and if anyone out there has any other good uh, psychological horror games that you would like to see on the channel, I can't say we will get to them right away. But we um, appreciate comments and suggestions. Uh, yeah, we do appreciate comments and suggestions. And I do have a few uh, that are already in the works for Mrs. Play uh, to start really enjoying there. Um, but remember, you're all winners out there. Keep it weird, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining.